Welcome to STR Unfiltered, where we give you actionable episodes without the bullshit. Here is your host, Bill Faith. The STR Unfiltered podcast is brought to you by Market My STR, the ultimate all-in-one marketing platform for short-term rental hosts. Are you tired of juggling multiple marketing tools? Say goodbye to the hassle and make your life as a host a breeze with Market My STR. Boost your booking rates and increase your revenue in no time with our powerful features. Our platform streamlines your marketing efforts so you can focus on what you do best, providing unforgettable guest experiences. Whether you're a newcomer or a seasoned host, Mark on My STR has got you covered. Stay connected with your guests using our comprehensive set of communication tools. From custom landing pages to text messages, email marketing, and social media integration, we provide all the tools you need to elevate your short-term rental business. Streamline your operations, enhance your guest experience today. Don't settle for less so we can have it all. Make the switch to MarketMySTR's all-in-one marketing platform and watch your business soar. Visit MarketMySTR.com today to sign up for your free trial. That's MarketMySTR.com. Elevate your short-term rental business with MarketMySTR. Hey everybody, welcome back to STR and Filter. Today I wanna to talk about the truth about super properties. Here's the deal, everybody in the industry is talking about super properties. It's a term that I coined about five months ago and everybody's jumping on it. And I love that and that's fantastic. But here's the problem that I want everybody to understand. Everybody kind of puts their own spin on terms like this. And I wanna take this opportunity to explain to you what really works as a super property and what it is and what it's not. So here's what a super property is not. It does not have to be the largest property in the market. You don't have to spend $3 million and go out and build a 20 bedroom property, ski in, ski out or whatever in any place in the country. It's just, it's not the biggest, it's not the most expensive. And many times it does not have the most amenities. Sound crazy, right? Well, that's because people think that that's what it is because that's how social media portrays it. When me and my wife started building our properties, and when I say building, I use that term loosely because every single property that we buy, we build. We may not be building from the ground up. We've actually built one short-term rental from the ground up. It's our number one producing property that we have in our entire portfolio. But when we build... I'm referring to architecting that property and kind of rebirthing it and taking it from golden girls, you know, into the modern age and what happens. And this is the key. The number one key to building a super property is having intention to build a property that your primary ideal buyer. Now we typically should have three in that Venn diagram, right? So think about two circles and one right in the middle where those overlap right in the middle. That's, where all three of your buyers, your ideal buyer number one, ideal buyer number two, and ideal buyer number three, where they all kind of come together in the middle. And those are the traits that we focus on, on what's going to make that property super attractive for them to want to buy. And so understand, I'm a business guy and I'm an entrepreneur. I've done 29 startups. So I use words like buy. That means for a guest to book. I use words like build because I build businesses, right? So I'm building a property just like I build a business, whether it's a startup or an acquisition. Startup would be from the ground up. Acquisition would be going in and acquiring a property and then redesigning and rebuilding it. And the reason that I use the term build is I'm actually building this for my ideal buyer, never for me. 
And that gets thrown around pretty loosely. And I know we all have our own interpretations of everything. You know, Tatiana designs different than my wife and my, my, my wife designs different than Ashita does. But one of the biggest mistakes that all of you make when you're trying to build a super property or you're looking to buy a super property, number one, it's almost impossible to purchase a super property. The people that say their properties are super or I'm buying a super property are the ones that are buying big properties and they think that's what makes it super. You can have a two-bedroom super property. You can have a two-bedroom condo or one-bedroom condo super property. It's about designing everything for your guests. And here's what I want you to understand. A lot of you are overspending. This is the second part of it. It's about having the keen intention to build every single thing that's going to be attractive to our guests, but not overspending and not doing too much. Not every property I have, I own has a hot tub. Not every property that I own has a milkshake bar. Not every property that I own has bites. Those are all sprinkled around in my portfolios. But the amenities, and, and this is, people think that a hot tub can go anywhere. Well, there's better markets to have them than not. People think just because Fort Morgan, Alabama is the only pet-friendly beach in the panhandle of Alabama, that pets are going to be the biggest needle mover. It's not. They're not. Kenny Bedwell has proven that with the data from SDR Insights. So it's about doing our research, really understanding what that ideal buyer wants that we're trying to attract. You know, I live in I live just south of Nashville, Tennessee. I don't own any short-term rentals here. That's because of the regulatory and political stuff that goes on in our city. But, you know, you have some pretty keen differences in the same market here to where if you have that two-bed, one, two, three-bedroom in the downtown area, the Gulch area, wherever it is, you can go after midterm rents. You can go after short-term rents. You can go after bachelorette parties on the short-term side or traveling nurses on the midterm side. There's lots of other options too. We have to make that decision first. And where this really started was my very first lake property. I shouldn't even say that. It started with my very first beach property, Bella Vista, in my Build Short Terminal Facebook group. You can get that free case study. And I bought that property that was doing $45,000 a year in gross revenue for $629,000. And we immediately, and it had a, an amazing hand-painted mural inside of it. This is before anybody was doing murals. Hand-painted. It was yellow. It had the views. It had the proximity. It had a big deck. It had an enormous master suite and like a 300 square foot bathroom. All of these things that were unique in that market. But then I dropped in a golf cart. Then I, I dropped in a coffee bar. Then I dropped in bikes. Then I dropped in paddle boards. We're talking 2018 here, folks. We're not talking 2021, 2022. Here's the real fucking secret. The secret is to do all the stuff that happens around Disney. Do all the stuff that happens on 30A. I think it's one of the worst vacation rental markets in the country. I love 30A. I want to go there and stay there. And I like all the amenities. I love the bikes. I love the high quality design. I love the game rooms in Disney. I love all that stuff, but do it in different markets. Do it in a tertiary market. What makes mine and my wife's super properties different than a lot of other people is we pay really close fucking attention to our financials and we never overbuild. I don't think I have overbuilt ever. Probably the only time, and time will tell this, is my most recent property in Montana. I expanded the deck and I put a hot tub, which I would have done anyways, looking straight, if you've seen my property, straight up that river to the lake, to the Canadian Rockies. The view is 
a 15 out of 10, and I decided to add a barrel sauna. And so the intention was, is in the very beginning that I was going to do this, that was all decided the very first time that we set foot in that property in the dead of winter, snow everywhere. And we see the view and then we walk out the, the master and we're mentally building the master plan. Let me say that again. We're mentally building the master plan as we're on site. Then we left, we went to dinner that night and I'm handwriting literally in a notebook, the master plan of what we're going to do to that property. We're confirming everything on the flight to Phoenix to go look in properties in Scottsdale the very next day. Then we're comparing that master plan, the potential cost to build out this cabin. Then what? how is that going to impact revenue? Not occupancy rates, not ADR, revenue. So I have to do the enemy method to look at that. And I have to go through all of the listings. And here's what's the big, big component of this when I'm doing that research to building a super property is I'm pulling reviews from my competitors. I'm not just going off of AirDNA or SDR Insights and just looking at the data. I'm pulling reviews from all of my competitors at my bedroom count and then also above me. So I bought a three, two. I'm looking at four and five bedrooms. I'm also doing a search in, in this place particularly because I bought on a river. So I go and I look at rivers almost everywhere in Montana, and I'm looking at the luxury properties, and I want to see what amenities they have. I can easily see the amenities in their listing, but what you can't see is the guest sentiment. So I'm literally go in and have my VA, or I will go in and I will copy and paste the reviews from these properties and put them into a Google Doc. Then I will take those and I will upload those in the Chat GPT, and I will prompt Chat GPT to give me the top three, four, or five positive sentiments of each review and aggregate them. Then I do that on the negative reviews. So then ChatGPT goes through all of these reviews that I put in the place, put them into tables, and then boom, they give me the sentiment. So now not only do I have the data, but I also have the sentiment of the guess of what they love most about those properties that I'm trying to aspire to and pass. So these things come into research. I spent $6,500 on a barrel sauna to put right next to that hot tub in Montana. I spent an extra whatever it was, three or $400 to have the full-size glass door so I could get inside and take photos through that glass door, looking at that view of the river, up to the dam, to the lake, to the Canadian Rockies from a marketing perspective. Those amenities that I'm adding, the murals that my wife puts in the hallway and the bedrooms, the 24 grand that I spent to update and modernize the master suite bathroom, the hot tub, the deck expansion, adding the kayaks, adding the stand-up paddle boards, adding the Traeger, whatever it is, those things have to play into our marketing mix. All of those things are what I call value stacking. It started with the location. It started with the views. It started with the proximity. It's a flat lot. I can literally be standing on my deck and I can throw a fly into the river while I'm barbecuing a tri-tip at the Traeger. That's proximity, folks. So when I check the boxes for views or, or a 10 out of 10, proximity is a 10 out of 10, location's a 10 out of 10, the house really is fourth, not first. If you understand that and understand that 
proximity is just as important as location. And those two things are completely different. If I'm 20 or 30 feet up on a cliff and I got to traverse down to the water and my 74-year-old father-in-law can't make it down to the river, then I don't buy that property. Yes, I could probably build steps or do whatever, but that's the difference in proximity. And proximity is just as important as location and just as important as views. So you have to give value to every one of these things when you're building a super property. Because if you build the most amazing fucking short-term rental ever, and I just stated that, two of my mastermind and uh, war room members, Brad and Richard Arkell in Wisconsin, we just hosted a mastermind up there. And they built the best STR I've ever seen. And they did it. They built a mega super property. They didn't go over the top. They didn't waste money, but it is nailed to a T. It is luxurious. It is nice, but it's not over the top crazy. Going over the top crazy is not going to give you the best cash on cash return or the best ROI or the best cash flow. Being intentional and approaching this like a business and really calculating what the ROI or what marketing capability, adding these amenities, doing these designs, the proximity, the location, the views are going to put into place. That's how you build a super property. Don't overbuild. Don't let designers sell you into doing more than you're going to get a 36-month ROI on. And they will. Don't let real estate agents that think they know how to build a super property sell you into a property that doesn't have proximity, doesn't have views. It's one of the reasons that those of you that bought tier three, four, five, and your house looks nice, and you're tier three, four, five away from the beach, your rent sucks now because your location's not good enough. I'm a discerning business traveler and a discerning family traveler. I don't want to be, I won't book four or five houses or even streets away from the beach. I don't want to have to get into my car and drive to the lodge and then lug all of my ski gear and my daughter's snowboards and stuff like that to go skiing. I am your luxury buyer. Now you might say, Bill, you, you, your Montana property's 25 minutes away from the lodge. Yeah, I own that. It's a little bit different. It wasn't intended to be a ski market, but if I'm going to rent an Airbnb, I'm going to rent a ski in, ski out property because I want that proximity. And most discerning high income luxury buyers want that exact same thing. And they're willing to compromise on other things to be able to get that. That's why for me, number one is proximity. Number two is location. Number three is views. Those are the core for building a super property. That's like that top left Venn diagram. Then over here to the right is what are the biggest things that my buyers want? It's those, it starts with those three proximity, location, and then views. Then to me, it's like master bathroom is the biggest one. Then it's kitchen. Then it's master bed. And this is about creating marketing opportunities. So when you're, when you're creating your listing and you're going in and you're writing huge master ensuite with views of the slopes, that's great. But when I write in after a long day on the slopes, jump into the newly renovated, you know, ginormous shower or soak with a glass of wine in the soaking tub and then crawl into the most comfortable king size bed ever. Which one do you think is going to be more attractive to that ideal buyer? buyer that, and I'm a value-based buyer, right? And that's what happens with discerning luxury-based buyers is they're usually value-based. The ones that are price sensitive are not the ones that you want. So I use copy surrounding that that's going to target them psychologically. 
It's very descriptive of the investments that we're making to build a super property for that specific buyer. I do not buy properties for a price-sensitive buyer. I buy and build properties for the value-based buyer and the ego-based buyer. If you don't know the six different buyer types, Google it. Because you need to understand that when you start building your property. Specifically, if you're going to try to level up to a super property. What I will leave you with is, yes, you can go and acquire. I have a triplex I'm looking at now in a very desirable market. And it's two two-bedrooms and a three-bedroom. There's seven bedrooms. It is more than Golden Girls. But the location and the proximity are prime in one of the hottest markets in the country right now. I can turn two two bedrooms and a three bedroom into a super property. No, I would not combine them. I would run it as a triplex. The square footages are small. The footprint internally is not great, but the proximity and the location is as good as it gets. So it may not be an eight bedroom massive cabin. It may not have a room for a mod pool, but watch, it will be a super property. Thanks for listening. I really appreciate it. I know this was a long one today. We're approaching 17 and a half minutes. Please hit the subscribe button. If you're watching this on YouTube, subscribe there. Uh, and I'd love nothing more. It would mean the world to me if you're listening on Spotify, Amazon, Apple. Take 30 seconds and leave a review. So that way other people can see the podcast as well. Thank you so much. Happy hosting, everybody. We'll see you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to STR Unfiltered where we give you actionable episodes without the bullshit. This podcast is a hospitality.fm production.